Hello, and welcome back to Eating It, stories of bombing, bad sets, and shows gone wrong. I am J. Tyler Menz, the host. I'm your host, whatever. Anyhow, thanks for coming back or coming here for the first time. Um, if you, this is your first time, go back, listen to the back episodes. Lots of really cringeworthy stories of comics bombing and uh, on stage and in life. Uh, yeah, definitely go back and listen to those. Um, let's uh, let's do this right off the top. Uh, give us a like on Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media at Eating It Pod. Check out our website, eatingitpod.com. And uh, give us a rating and review on uh, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, however you listen to this. That'd be uh, appreciated, definitely. Okay, go. glad we got that out of the way. If you have any stories of bombing, by the way, you can email them to me at jtylermenz at gmail.com. Uh, we'll take care of the rest of those plug-typey things at the end of the podcast. Um, let's hop into it. What's up? What's going on? Tyler, what is happening in your life? Well, you know, uh, my wife and I are having a baby, and uh, we are in uh, full nesting mode. Full nesting mode. Didn't realize that nesting was going to be what it is. Uh, I thought it was going to be painting some walls, putting a crib up. Nope, nope, we're tearing the floors up in the house. We're tearing up the floors and doing the hardwood floors. That's what we're doing so uh things uh, time has been quite limited as you can imagine but i do have plenty of really excellent podcasts in uh episodes in the bank ready to be released so don't you worry about that um yeah so a lot of just uh manual labor at home lately uh, but that's not why you listen to this. You want to hear about the guest and uh, their story. So I will tell you today on the podcast is Dante Powell, a uh, really great comic from Des Moines, someone who I've really enjoyed just hanging out with and having conversations with and uh, watching their comedy every time I've gotten to see them. I've done a couple of fests with Dante now, and he's just a joy to be around uh, and to see on stage. And so I was really excited to get to sit down with him uh, for this conversation during the Cream City Comedy Festival. We did meet in a coffee shop that ended up, uh, it was weird, we like sat down and it was a nice quiet coffee shop and then the noise in the coffee shop just got louder and louder as uh, the uh, podcast episode progressed. So just a forewarning, audio, not the best quality, but it is a free podcast. I do not charge. Uh, So... So just enjoy it, I guess. That's what I'm saying for sure. Um, so yeah, Dante is a joy and a treat, and you should check him out on social media. Um, at Moose Rattler, he says it at the end too, and I'll, we'll put it in the show notes as well. Um, yeah, but you know, aside from that, I think uh, we should just hop right into the episode. I will read off any dates that I, upcoming dates that I have coming on uh, at the end of the podcast and... Uh, Got some fun other things in the works right now. I won't mention those at the end, but I will tease them up top here. So keep an eye out on those uh, on the social media type things. Anyhow, let's get into the convo with Dante, uh, who is a great, great comic, great dude, Dante Powell, guys. Hey, welcome back to Eating It, stories of bombing, bad sets, and shows gone wrong. My name's Tyler Menz, I'm your host, and sitting across the table from me here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, is Des Moines' own uh, Dante Powell. 
Dante, how are you? I'm great, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Thank you yes. for... Well, we've been talking for like half an hour probably already. <laughs> we have. So it's weird to do an intro, but you know, it's... Mm. And sometimes the intros get cut out, so we don't have, have to worry about I that. I love so. your intro, man. You should definitely Thank leave you. it in. Okay. I'm glad, yeah. Tom, leave it in. Tom's the editor. So. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Tom. I love you, bud. <laughs> you're doing a great job. <laughs> so it's good. It's, I'm, I'm so happy you're back in town. I, you know, you're, happy and to be you're, here. You're crushing it. Oh, you're I, too I, didn't say, I didn't say that before, but you really are. I see you like on the road, like you posting about being on the road all the time, and it's... Uh, yeah, I, I'm so happy. I'm posting that so that hopefully other people will see it and think I'm worth bringing to oh, their yes. city. Oh, 100%. Uh, I literally have no fans anywhere. Ah. But I'm like, hey, come check me out. Uh, oddly enough, I I do have fans in the area who know me from Tumblr. So Oh, dope. Yeah, they That's came cool. out and that was... From the picture? Yes. That was very strange, we'll but use, it was also pretty cool. We'll use the picture for the episode picture. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That'll be it. Uh, Go for it. God damn, <laughs> that's too funny. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's weird having to, uh, like, because it almost within the scene it feels like you're bragging, but you don't do yeah. it because you mean to be bragging. I do the same thing, where you post the list of shows that you have coming yep. up. You do it so that you look busy. Yeah. So that other people are like, oh, he's busy. Yeah, Maybe he's good. Yeah, it's like sending out your avails to the world. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. hey, guys, I'm doing this. And then every now and again, someone will be like, oh, I see you're coming through this place and this place. I'm between them. Come do my show. 100%. You make an extra 100 bucks. That's That goes a long way. But like it. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to definitely stay busy. It's just... Uh, just like you called it, a, a good grind. Yeah. So, just grinding the comedy. Speaking of grinds, we're in a coffee shop right now. <laughs> um, so let's let's get into it. You, I know you. You're from Des Moines now, but you grew up down south. Yes, I grew up in Bernice, Louisiana, uh, which is a small town in north central Louisiana. It's like ten minutes south of the Arkansas border. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. And then I moved to Des Moines for a girl. Got dumped, stayed around anyway, and then I ended up trying stand-up and loving it. You started stand-up in Des Moines? I did, I did. Is Des Moines a good place to do stand-up? I've not been there. Des Moines is a great place to do stand-up. We've got a scene that has some really good history that kind of like... Like, there's some old Des Moines comedy history with, like... Uh, Tom Ar- Tom Arnold, rather. He's from Atumba. He is. He. My dad's from Atumba. Oh wow, that's dope. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they probably went to high school around the same time. Probably so. Yeah. They, uh, and he like he used to do stand up in Des Moines, and there's a uh, there's this guy Willie Farrell uh, who does a lot of he does mostly crowd work, but he's like only he's a comic. That's all he's ever done. Hell yeah. As like his career and uh so he he's like kind of been keeping the scene alive and then about fifth about no about 10 years ago dan umpton uh kind of started doing local indie shows yep. and grew the scene with a bunch of other guys who have all kind of grown and some have moved away some stuck around but yeah he he did some great work so do you think that you've benefited from starting in a t- like i i think that i've benefited from starting in milwaukee rather than a big city do you think you've benefited from starting in des moines or do you think it um there are some ways where i've definitely benefited in some ways where it's been a detriment the biggest benefit is that i was able to like sort out the bullshit quicker. 
So if something's like if I was gonna be bad at comedy, I could be bad at comedy in Des Moines and then fall off and go back to doing whatever I was doing. Yeah. Uh, if I had been bad at comedy in New York, I would have gone broke. I would have chasing it. Yeah, like yeah. I, I'm glad I didn't have to do that. Um, but then well, also, you're not bad at comedy. You're great. Well, at comedy. That, so that's the, like that's, <laughs> that also helps. <laughs> I appreciate that. The other thing is that like you, you get to a point where you're like, I need to, I guess, because I started in 2014, kind of as the like podcast boom was starting to build as. Mm-hmm like to its biggest point so I I came in like I wonder how I'd fare versus New York or LA or whatever yeah. comedians and then I started doing festivals and I was like oh just as good yeah. <laughs> like not, not in a cocky way but no, like, but like the mystique is pulled yeah. back the you know, yeah. veil is pulled back you, you don't you think I, I'm with you like you think you hear like these big cities like Chicago, New York, LA, yeah. like, oh my god, they're com-. no, they're just a comic. Yeah. We're all just comics. The first time I saw like a guy from New York go up at a festival in the Midwest and then like turn on the crowd when they didn't get one of his jokes mm-hmm. and just like start berating people and not be able to read the room, I was like, Oh, oh, okay, alright. So you can be bad in New York too. Yeah. You just have to commit to, like, not getting better, I guess, right. only in New York. And right. some people some people do that, but, like, I, it was just so refreshing to see that and then see, like, one of my friends from Omaha who was living in Omaha at the time, Zach Reiner, go up after this person and just crush. Yeah. So it was like, oh, it can be done. Work hard, be good, and yeah. you'll be fine. It doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. As long as you're doing the good work. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Cool. So you've been touring around a little bit lately. Yeah, yeah. Just working the road, brother. That's, that's the Midwest. That's really what we do here in the Midwest. That is how do. we do it. Yes. That's all it is. It's just road work. I was talking to uh, Brandon Reem yesterday. Oh, nice. Because he was from... Des Moines? Started in Des Moines, yeah. And now he's in New York. He's he in went New to York, Madison yeah. in New York. But uh, Brandon, he was telling me, he's like, it's the benefit to being in New York is you you know, you get 12-minute spots and you get real a real tight 12. Mm-hmm. He goes, but being he- from the Midwest, you can you can do half an hour yeah, and, and work that half an hour. You're going to drive an hour to do it. Yeah. But you're not getting half an hour spots in a big city. That's true. Yeah, that's another, like extremely positive thing is that like I can do I did a show where was that what did I do oh that was uh, the zoo bar in Lincoln last Sunday mm-hmm. and I did an hour and I like and I, and I cut early like okay. I was I was having a good time and I still like I was gonna throw in like this like I got about four or five new things I've been trying yeah. and I was gonna try those like towards the end and I, like, at the last second, went into the first part of it, and it went well, and instead of, like, riding that wave and trying the rest, I cut, like, yeah. a, like, I was, so here's what, I was thinking to myself, like, this extra 15 minutes won't actually, like, hurt anyone, but, like, I want to try to get out of here in time to still drive back to Des Moines tonight. I'm going to get home in time. Yeah. yeah. So I I cut and then I went into my like closing bits and 
Yeah, I, I did an hour and could have done like probably an hour 15, an hour 20. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I didn't, it's like, I didn't, like, I wasn't aware that I could do an hour of stand up, but I can. And it's, it's because I live here and because I can go to Omaha Friday, work that time, because I did 45 in Omaha the night before, and then the hour the next day, like, that starts to build that muscle. Yeah. And it's a different it's a different animal it altogether. Is. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's get into the point of the podcast. Let's. So, uh, bombing, bad set. What's the what's the worst either set you've ever seen, done, experienced? I'm gonna go with the one I did. The the experience I had at uh, it was so it was May fifteenth. I'm gonna look the date up That's for you. That's fine. But it, it was in. Um, this May. is the first. The first person to actually cite the date. Oh boy, it was that bad, dude. It was. Uh, I wanna, yeah, I want to say it was May fifteenth, two thousand fifteen. Yeah. Okay. And I was doing. Uh, so you were still pretty new, about a year very, in. Very new. Uh, that would be less than a year in. Okay. And I was doing a uh, jerks comedy showcase. At Jerk Sports Bar and Grill in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Oh my God! Uh, it was hosted by a stoner, this black stoner, who lives in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. He lives somewhere in Iowa. His name is Forrest Blunt. I know normally like comedians cut names in podcasts. Yeah. I'm too dumb to do that, so no. I'm gonna be referencing people. And if they hear this, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, we can cut it out if you want. Don't but. let them know. I don't. I don't care. With, like I don't mean any of this maliciously. Like right. I, I just want to be accurate. Uh, but it was a so it was a show that that uh, was at at the sports bar and grill. Uh, I had done the show once before. Had a great time. Uh, it's actually the first time I met Ethan Simmons Patterson, who is a great comic out in New York right now. But he just, uh, was doing comedy in Iowa at the time where he was going to college. So I, I get to the jerk showcase, and uh, this particular show, it's this guy, Anthony Rios, then me, then this guy, Darius Bowie, and it was being headlined by Dave Johnson from Chicago. Okay. Uh, so, decent lineup, wonderful people. Uh, the people who ran it were super nice, super friendly, Forrest Blunt. It's just high as shit, but yeah. it's super sweet. Uh and he does time between all the comments. Uh, so, like five minutes or like uh, a joke? Like two and a half minutes. Uh, so, so more than a joke, but not quite enough to make you be like, oh yeah. He's the next guy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh, you got free food also. That was like. Oh, that's always the best. So you got gas money and a free sports bar food. And I, I get there. Uh, sorry guys, I'm working while I do this too. <laughs> Dante's uh, making a latte. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, yeah, I'll uh, take room for cream, please. <laughs> uh, here you go, bud. <laughs> so, <laughs> I get there. I'm sorry. Fresh. No, no, no. This is great. I, this is gonna be perfect. Uh, and I was feeling, I was feeling a little like too good yeah. I was like something is about to go bad and I never have that feeling yeah. like even in the eight months I had been doing it I still like I had never been like oh boy something is off mm-hmm. 
And that night I was like, something is off. So I, Anthony, the first guy goes up, he does well, then it's me, and like I get into my first bit, and the audience is just not having it. It's some older women in the front, and they are just not interested. And in fairness to them, I opened with a very strange bit where I just did like a call and response. And I was yeah. like, I say, hey, you say, ho, hey, ho, hey, ho. I say, ho, and then I pointed at this old white lady. And I was like, you say, ass niggas ain't shit. <laughs> and she, yeah, you know, go ahead. like, I, like <laughs> you know how you, th- in your mind, the memory doesn't play back the way it actually was, but it's how you remember it? Yeah. I seem to remember her, like, when I pointed at her and I told her to do that, I remember her like putting her sweater on all properly, <laughs> Tighting, and then, up. and then yeah, like closing her arms and like shaking her head. No, it was. Like, <laughs> I know she didn't actually do all of that, but it felt like it. And like I, I was like, okay, one person not liking me is is all right. Move on to the next thing, and it's like I don't know what has happened, but her whole table is not laughing. And then. I like scale back even further and I'm like wait the entire first row of tables isn't laughing and then I like scale back some more and I'm like this room is really quiet like nobody's laughing at anything so it hits you it like hits me in sections is the thing like it hits me once and I'm like that's just one lady then it hits me again and I'm like oh those are her friends they gotta have her back they don't wanna laugh then it hits me again and I'm like maybe this crowd isn't for me and then like it full on hits me and I'm like maybe I'm not funny oh no how much how far are you into the set when this I'm doing 15 and I'm maybe 6 minutes in and the funny thing is that Forrest and his girlfriend uh, the other producer were like, hey, we might have you stretch because the guy after you, Darius, doesn't really do stand-up. He's more of like a, like a Facebook video guy. He had gone viral oh, okay. on like YouTube and stuff. And uh, they were like, yes, yeah, so we might have you stretch, so be on the lookout. And I remember, at, yeah, like probably the six or seven minute point, I like glance up and I see his girlfriend, the co-producer, and she's just standing there with like, like this strangest look. She looked like a ghost. She like couldn't believe what was happening. Like she thought it. It felt like she thought I was setting her up or something. And I've been duped. Yeah. She's like, I saw you. I literally saw this dude a couple weeks ago come in here and do a great job. Yeah. And now I don't know what's happening. And this is all material that I had been working that had been doing great in other places and for whatever reason this night it was just not going and so I don't know maybe like 10 minutes in I see her and Forrest just kind of pacing and like like looking all around and then I see uh, the guy after me Darius Bowie uh, like jump up and kind of like he looked like he was shot out of his seat or something he just like landed and was like he had this like bright aura around him and it just it was strange and 
he like when I saw him do that, I was like, oh, I should be done. Like they probably want me to cut. And yeah. then sure enough, she like starts giving me the cut signal. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let me go into my closer. Yeah. And then my closer killed. Like oh. every like every like the like the old lady like again. I know this didn't happen, but she like took her sweater off and started swinging it around her head. <laughs> She was like doing the thing where you put your fingers in your mouth and whistle. I can't wait to get home and tell my husband about this one. And I just remember being like so disappointed in like me and in God. I was like, what are we doing? Like how, what kind of trick are you playing on me? Like what am I, how am I supposed to feel about this? Like I... And, and when I say, like, the joke landed, I'm telling you that, like, pe- people were clapping. Someone, a white person stood up. And applauded? No, they didn't clap. They just, like, were, like, in shock that I had. <laughs> so I don't know if, like, the joke was that good or they were like, how did someone so bad tell a joke Do so good? Do something that good, yeah. But it was the strangest thing. Like, I was, I was looking at it like, okay, I'm just not good at stand-up. It's okay. They give me the cut signal. I do my closer, and I get the best laugh I've ever, like, felt to this point. It must have been cathartic. It was, yeah, it was, it, I don't, I still don't know the exact emotion to call it, <laughs> because it was like, it was a mixture of confidence and failure, like, converging on uh, confusion. Mm-hmm. And it's like, am I allowed to feel good about the closer am yeah. I allowed to feel am I, or am I supposed to dwell on the terrible stuff that I did leading up to it at, at any rate I get off stage nobody applauds then they, they've come down from the high of yeah. my amazing closer I leave stage they go alright Forrest goes up and does two minutes goes alright your next performer Darius Bowie and then Darius goes up and he opens by going Damn! All right, cool. Yeah, let's get the energy up in this place. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh man, yeah, yeah." So he goes up and he uh, he like does well, and and when I say do well, I don't mean like he didn't crush or anything, but it was like he like he had their attention the whole way through. People were laughing at his setup punch, yeah. setup punch. And it was, again, I, I didn't get what was happening. And then he leaves stage. Uh, Forrest goes up, does another two minutes, brings up the headliner, Dave J. And Dave does, like, 45 minutes of immaculate crowd work. And it, so it was to the point where, like, like the old lady, he's, like, doing crowd work on her. And she's giving, like, all the, like, softball, it, not even softball answers. Yeah. But the like, I guess a perfectly thrown fastball answer. Yeah. Like the stuff where right he, down the middle yeah. of the plate. And yeah. he's just, I mean, she's setting him up perfectly. He's just knocking him out of the park. And I'm like, where was this? Where <laughs> All was... the other pieces were in place. Yeah. Like it, it felt <laughs> so strange to me. And then, yeah, Dave goes up and he does well. And then uh, he he finishes up. And then we're hanging out afterwards. And uh, I don't remember because I I was I apologized to him. I go, man, I'm sorry. I don't know what was going on, like what 
happen. I don't like normally I do much better than that. And then he goes, Man, you know how like sometimes you be in a bad mood before a show and then after the show you be in a good mood? And I was like, Yeah and he's like, Well, audience members be like that too, man. Sometimes they just have a bad mood for a few minutes. You never know. Like maybe she like opened her phone up under the table and saw that like I don't know, her husband was in an accident. Yeah. And then like she was trying to get everybody together, but then she got another text that said her husband was okay. Yeah. And that changed her mood for the next person. And I was like, yeah, but she would have walked out if her husband had been in an accident. So, like, I wouldn't get myself in it. I was like, no. Like, no. Fuck that. Good try. No, Good try. no, no, no. That's not, that's not how this works. So, yeah, it, it just, it was a, a very strange set for me because even since then being aware that that is possible I haven't had it since yeah I'm, I've not done well since but I've never had that yeah that was such a like bombing is something that I'm just like I can accept bombing as a thing because not everyone is for everyone I've gone to see people I didn't know and watch them bomb and it's it happens but to I feel like in order to complete the bomb you have to take your lumps finish your time and go home like, that's how that works I took my lumps I, I did my time and then they gave me that reaction on the last joke almost to say like we actually thought you were funny, but we were holding. Like, I don't know what the message was supposed to be. And I received, like, eight or nine different messages. Like, I've I've lost sleep over that so oh many God. times. I don't know. I don't know if they were mad at me because of the opener. I don't know if they were honestly in a bad mood and swung out of it by the end. I just don't know. But I do know that, for me, it haunts me. Yeah. The, that's the worst part about it. Is yeah. like it, you carry it with you. It's always the, the little devil on your shoulder, like saying mm-hmm. this could happen again. Yes, I could, I could do this again. Yes. It's the worst. Uh, yeah. So actually, this. Funny but we're you better say for that. it too. Right. Well, some most of the time, I feel like we are. Yeah, and like the funny thing is, the first time I did bomb after that, I remember being in it and being like, "Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy," and then I was like, "Oh no, no, no! I'm gonna do my closer, and they're gonna like it." And then I did my closer, and it didn't go well too. And I was like, "Okay, that still felt better." <laughs> this is satisfying. That felt so much more. It just felt more amazing. Than the other thing, yeah. which was, but it was like, all, like, very, like, oh my gosh, it was, it was never got out of hand at all. the worst. That's so too funny. Nice too funny. And it was the first set in like months that I didn't record. Oh, good. I wanted, I wanted, I wish like you crazy, it? I had ah. it. It's one, of, <laughs> it's one of those things that like I wish I could look back on and be like, hey, has this ever happened to any of you? And like post it, but I, I didn't. I was like, nah, I'm gonna just go and do a set and yeah so that's it buddy that's oh yeah what a great story it's terrifying ah, <laughs> even today like <laughs> let's lighten it up a little bit uh, so yeah one of like 
one of my favorite things to do after a bad show, after a good show, is go eat. Yes. Actually, one of my favorite comedy. I think it's the I like just like hanging out with comics, and yes. that's like the best time to do it is after a show. You grab yep. like greasy food. One of my favorite times I've ever done this is actually was uh, with you at Ten Thousand Laughs. Me, oh. you, son, Tran, oh, yes. Charlie. Uh, we all went to uh, Matt's to get. Uh, we did. We got burgers. Juicy Lucy's, oh, yeah. baby. It was great. Well, when you're when you're at home in Des Moines, mm-hmm. what is what is the what are you doing? Are you get you going? Is there a place you go out? Is there something you go out for specifically? Um, generally, I go to uh, Abelardo's Mexican restaurant. Okay. And I get a smothered burrito. Oh yeah. They just make you a burrito, put it in a tray, and dump queso on it. Oh my god. And it makes me feel happy. Um, and then my uh, like my ultimate thing is when I'm in any city with uh, with a Waffle House. Oh, yes. That's, Gotta go to Waffle House. That's what I'm doing. Actually, this is a strange story. I think when I was touring last, this was in February, no, this February, I was with James Doyle and Aaron Naylor, two really fun guys, and I, so we went, we went to Waffle House probably 12 times while we were touring through the South, but we went to one in Nashville, and it's either like the closest one to the one that got shot up, oh or God. it was the one that got shot up. Shit. I don't remember, but this was like back in February. At any rate, we uh, we went there after a oh man, again I'm just gonna be honest. We had a bad show yeah. that night. It like didn't turn out well oh, in Nashville, no. of course, and that's okay. We got to hang out with Peter Loren from uh, Kansas, who's a sweetheart. So. It's all good, but we went to Waffle House after, bad show is over, go to Waffle House, and our waitress comes over, she's asking us questions, she finds out we're comedians, she asks me why my joke doesn't go well, and I tell her, actually I tell her about that opener, like, I say, white lady say ass niggas ain't shit, and then, like, our waitress goes, oh, I would have said it. <laughs> she's like, she's like ah, my kid is half black, and I was like, that doesn't mean you can say it. She's like, yeah, I, I, I would have, and we're like, what is happening right Whoa, now? That makes me cringe so much. We, she still was super nice after that, and she was, we like... We tipped her and like she yeah. still was super great, but like she used up all the goodwill we oh had my for God. Waffle House Amazing. waitresses yeah. because we were then in Louisiana a couple days later and uh, we went to a Waffle House and James, who's a bigger guy like me, sat down in a booth and it was real tight on him and the, this waitress comes up and goes, ah, get out of there, you're too big to be in there, you're, get, come on, get out of here, you don't want to sit in there. She like made us sit at the bar, oh my and then God. she like points at me. She goes, "You know, you aren't gonna fit in there either." Oh no! You, no, no, you guys get on over it. And when I tell you, I thought James was going to beat this old lady up. It was like he was so mad. Like a day later, he was still talking about oh this lady. God. Her name was Mary at the Waffle House in Ponchatoula, Louisiana. Hey Mary, this one goes out to you. Mary, we love you, but you gotta do better. Be nice. You be got nice, to. Mary. Don't don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we. It, I. The fun memories are great. I. We, you know what? I'm hoping that we make some tonight. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I love. You're right. That is the best thing it in the is. world. A bunch of comedians. Hey, who's hungry? Let's go get food. 
you're just hanging out, riffing, doing everything that's great. And one of my favorite things about it is that normally when you do it at festivals like this, it's when you get to meet you meet that, new people. You meet that out of town person that you yeah. didn't know you liked as yeah. much as you like one hundred percent liking. Right. I, I mean that's how we met it is, is over Matt's burgers. We were we were Juicy just Lucy, so. having a blast. And so yeah, you're yeah, man. I'm I'm there for it. Hell yeah, buddy. Thanks for being part of the show. Thank you for having me. Wait, real quick before we do that, yeah. I have a question. Yes. Where is the spot for Milwaukee? Yeah. Where? So this place I always talk, take people to, it's called the Vanguard. Okay. And what it is, it's I call it like a, it's a punk rock sausage place. Ooh. Okay. So they do like specialty sausage. They hand make their oh. sausages. Uh, they'll do like curry wor- like Jamaican curry worse mm. and like weird stuff, but you can also get like the classics like Chicago style hot dogs. Oh, wow. Um, and then they've got like a huge whiskey selection they have brandy old fashions on tap which if you've not had a brandy old fashioned yet you need to get one while you're in town okay that's like our cocktail here i've heard of them so yeah they're great um and it's just like it, it's open late music's loud there's like weird aerobics videos on the tvs okay it's just yeah. the cool place to go and it makes me it it, it, it I love taking people there because there's nowhere else like that. So maybe I, we'll go tonight. Yeah, I love the pride. If you have pride in it, I have pride. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm down. We got to get a Vanguard group together tonight. Before I forget, where can people find you? Um, on Facebook, Dante Powell. I'm still not famous enough that I have 5,000 friends, so we can just be friends. <laughs> and then on Twitter, at Dante Powell, D-A-N-T-E. P-O-W-E-L-L and then on Instagram Moose Rattler M-O-O-S-E-R-A-T-T-L-E-R Sweet deal Yeah man this was awesome Thanks Dante Thank you buddy Alright So there it is my interview with Dante Powell uh, Des Moines comic, great comic, Midwestern comic, comic, com- comics, comic for sure, just solid dude. Um, okay, uh, things coming up that I want to plug. Not much, you know. Like I said, I'm uh, working on the house a lot lately and uh, trying to write some new material. To be quite honest with you, so here's what's going on. I've got uh, Voyager, which is my monthly stand-up meet in- improv show, uh, July 10th. Um, at Landmark Lanes uh, at uh, in the Moon Room, which is the best best kept secret in comedy right now. I think uh, maybe not that. I think that's a little much, but it's the best room. It's a room I love. So for sure, check that out if you're in Milwaukee. Um, August eighth, I am in uh, Chicago at the Laugh Factory. And then uh, August 14th, I've got another Voyager because that happens. Um, oh, yeah, that happens the uh, the second Tuesday of every month. Got some other things coming up, like I said, in the works, but nothing I want to announce yet. So just make sure to check those out. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, if you have stories of bombing, email them to me at jtylermens.com. If you want to buy a pin, email me. They're the Mr. Mr. Yuck logos pins I give to every guest. And then, yeah, that's all I want to say. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one and uh, keep bombing. We'll talk to you next time.